0: So i walked out and kendrick just pulled up all right i've met him before so he wasn't a stranger to who i wasn't nothing so he's like yo kyle's what up like what you working on in there and i was like oh shit, like um i'm in room b whatever room it was i'm like i'm in room b working on the album bro i would love for you to uh to hear some shit." and he was like, all right bet. um but i didn't think he was gonna pull up that's why i love music too it's like it, it, it started off as like a hobby and like me just having fun with it to to it being like a diary for me and, and and a way to vent, you know what I mean? Just a way to get shit off my chest and it's therapeutic, you know? It's good. I think I I, 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 I like pressure, man. I think I thrive in pressure, man. And in uncomfortable situations is this that's how like my life has been uh, before music. So I think um, it just translates over to, to me being an artist and. I learn my lessons i take them to the chin and I, I i adjust and i and i and i make i make adjustments you know what i mean so i be mean, i'm hard on myself but you know looking back i, I look back and i'm like man it that is that's that's crazy and i gotta be proud of, i gotta be proud of that and um i usually just, you know because i'm always working for a higher goal and sometimes i don't smell the flowers and i i gotta sometimes i gotta soak in it and, and realize what i have done i know i got a long way to go still but I appreciate that. I appreciate the words, bro. Just typical, but like you know, in the hood where I grew up at, we ain't got too many outlets. Either it's real life. It's like either gangbanging where I'm from, or you playing basketball, or you know you end up you try to try the school thing, or you, you know most people want to do music. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't make it.
1: The Hip Hop Raise Me podcast this week with my guy Koz. How you doing, man?
0: I'm great, bro. Okay, good playing. How you feeling?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Look, this is our first time connecting, so I know our teams have been trying to make it happen for a minute, so it's dope to be able to finally talk to you, you know? It's it's like it's good to connect. Hell
0: yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, they've been telling me for a while, so finally made it happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, let's get started like like let's take it back let's take it back to the beginning like how did you first what was the first rap record you heard
0: oh the first rap record i heard Ooh, that's gonna be you know what i, I don't know the first one but if i were to guess my mom used to always play like biggie um in the car um but I can't say that's the first rap record I heard. I don't know. But I'm gonna just right. guess Biggie, a Biggie, a right. Biggie joint. <laughs> all, right. all
1: right, all right. What made the biggest impression on you? Like, what, who, which rapper or rap group was it that that really, like, you know, influenced you or you know, had an impact on you?
0: I think a few um, in different stages of my life. I had different artists that uh, I was connecting with. Um, Eminem was a big one I connected with um like i said biggie Pac, uh the two obvious um bone thugs in harmony um and also i went through a phase of like studying cassidy um that's why like i wanted to bar up the bars i used to just study cassidy and watch cassidy uh freestyle uh on youtube and shit like that and then um also lil wayne as well right, lil wayne. right, right. big yeah big impact on me
1: do you prefer Cassidy the artist or Cassidy the the battle rapper?
0: I, I like his battle raps. That's, you right. know, I I, did, I, I also uh, there's a few songs I did love, um, but I was just I was in it for more of his his just bars and killing killing people off. Um, yeah. All right,
1: yeah. I, I love the fact he's still doing it. He's still he's still on, he's still on standby to give out the smoke. Anyone wants? He's it. still acting.
0: He's still active. <laughs> he's definitely still active. He uh <laughs> he even did that like long, like seven minute diss to Toy Lanes. And I listened yeah. to that. It was pretty, you know, he's still he's still out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving yeah. people these bars.
1: <laughs> so so who actually inspired you to write? Who inspired you to pick up the pen yourself?
0: Um to be honest, it was a it was a homie. Uh rest in peace. Um my my boy Chris Martin he i met him when i was like 15 16 and he told me he rapped and you know you hear that from a kid you know you kind of like yeah okay buddy like whatever um but when he rapped to me i was like man like this dude is actually really really good so me being a competitor i am i was like shit like i'm about to try it too but if you could do it i could do it so i remember and I always always had the love for music already so mm. you know it was it was you know so i remember i went home that night um and it was a couple of us, we were supposed to come back the next day to school with a verse, a verse written to a beat. And I was the only one that came, me and Chris was the only ones that came back with one. Um, so that's how I started. And then I just kept right. I just kept doing it, yeah, I just kept doing it consistently and, and fell in love with it like that, yeah. What, what was the point where you were
1: like, you know what, I could make a career out of this?
0: From, um, um, no cocky shit. I, I knew it from, like, when I turned like 17, 16, 17, I was like, in my head, I was like, man, I'm better than a lot of these guys out here that, that do this professionally. I was like, I, I was like, I know I could do this shit. Um, obviously I was pretty good for that age and, and, and I was good to an extent. Uh, what am I trying to say? I was good for just starting. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously I, I had a lot more growing to do. Um, but I always believed that I could, I could actually do it professionally, but like, I knew it, knew it. Like when I turned nineteen, and I made like my first like real records, like Dreams and all those, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like this this gonna work." <clears throat> so yeah, I'll say like eighteen.
1: How how? What was the point where you you and Cole crossed paths? Like how did that happen?
0: Uh um, well I dropped uh, Dreams, a song called Dreams. It was the first song I I put out and. I know in the outside world, it looks like, damn, like this is the first song you put out. I made a lot of songs prior. I just never put them out. I didn't feel comfortable putting them out because it wasn't good enough to me yet. But Dreams was the first one I put out. And it was, you know, it was really good. And it was different. It was like the boom bap rap that nobody was really doing. The game was going in a different way. And um, before I actually met with Call, I met with like a lot of other labels and artists. Um, long story short though, um, along that journey of meeting with different labels and people, I met this guy. Actually my old manager, his name is Matt. He went to school with Cole and he was just like, Man, like you want me to you want me to send this to Cole, like the, the record? I was like, Hell yeah. So I guess Cole heard it and then he was just like he invited me over to um he was working on Forest Hills Drive and he was working in LA. Um so he invited me to the house he was staying at. And yeah, from there we just chopped it up. I played him some music and it just made sense. And we just kept going from there.
1: And that's on the back of the one joint dreams.
0: Yeah, yeah, that and also like um when I got there and he heard the other shit that I had that I wasn't right. released yet, that's what really sold him. Like he heard dreams, he was like wanted to meet, be me, wanted to, you know, what I'm saying, tell me how much he loved the song. And then when he when I played him like the other joints on the Cause and Effect project, he was just like, "Yeah, bro, like I want to, you know, I want to work."
1: So it was good to have that quality control, right? From when you were saying that you didn't put anything else out because you weren't happy with it, it's like that that paid off, mm-hmm. right?
0: Paid off like I'm, yeah, hell yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it got its pros and cons because um, when you do that, people automatically kind of think, you know what you're doing, what you're doing. And like when I, when I first got signed, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know what I mean? I was still very, very new to making music. So um, the, the thing was I had to grow as an artist in front of the world or in front of like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't get to do that um like most people like do that before they get signed they build up they have a couple mixtapes they have a couple blah, 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 you know what i mean and they figure out the mistakes and stuff and i had to do that after i was signed but um is that good or yeah, bad? But, um it's good i think I I, I I i like pressure man i think i thrive in pressure man uh, and in and, and uncomfortable situations is this that's how like my life has been um uh, before music so i think um, it just translates over to to me being an artist, and I learn my lessons. I take them to the chin, and I I, I adjust, and I and I and I make I make adjustments. You know what I mean. So um, it could be bad. It could it could have been bad, but you know <laughs> <laughs> we handled it. Hey,
1: let's take it back to the second project that you put out. Um, Affected. It's very very dope. Yo, thank you. And and then I want to focus on the Zendaya track. Um Cole said, "On lonely nights, the mic will be your friend. You tell it all your secrets that exist deep within." Is that
0: mm-hmm. is that true? Yes and no. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's yeah, a crazy. Co- know, it's it, a crazy concept. Like I was like, "It is, yeah." Not nah, because it, it is true. Because I I do. I'm very honest on the mic. I might say some shit on the mic. You might not even know about me, but. It might not come out, you know what I mean. So right. it's like, yeah, right. I, I tell the mic all my shit, but if it's too secretive or too, i like, ah, you know what? This, <laughs> this, this, this song is for me and my people, and that's it. Right. But right. very true, man. Right. That's that's why I love music too. It's like it, it, it started off as like a hobby and like me just having fun with it to to for to it being like a diary for me and and, and a way to vent. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Just a way to get shit off my chest, and and it's therapeutic. You know, um, so yeah, hell yeah! Shout out to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: my friend yeah. as well. <laughs> I see. Keep him close. <laughs> and and then on the same track, you said music is my soul and food. I guess it only saves the chosen few. Like that's mm. it's crazy. It's, it's crazy like you and Cole saying all of these things on the same track, but like how do you mean by it only saves the chosen few, like from your perspective? Um,
0: cause like a lot of people want to do music, man. There's thousands and thousands of artists out here, um, and you know, uh, not to be all like typical and and and, and you know what's the word just just typical, but like, you know, in the hood where I grew up at, we ain't got too many outlets either. It's real life. It's like, either a gangbanging where I'm from, or you playing basketball, or, you know, you end up, you try to try the school thing, or, you, you know, most people want to do music. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't make it, um, in, in this shit, you know, mm-hmm. and even when you do get signed, that don't, that's, don't guarantee a good career either. Don't, they don't guarantee a lasting career. So, uh, you know, it, music saved my life because I I I don't know where the fuck I would have been doing or where I would have been where I would have been if I wasn't making music, you know what I'm saying? So um yeah, the chosen few. That's crazy. I mean um,
1: I mean bro, you've done it I mean, where did you grow up? Which area?
0: I grew up in South Central. Okay. LA. South Central you, LA.
1: Yo, bro, you you've done it against all odds. Incredible. Right. You know. If you if if you you know, you came from somewhere in the Midwest or if you came from North Carolina or South Carolina, it's like, but you know, on the West Coast, South Central and everything. And it's like, you know, and you you put out one track. Oh, you, there's something in that. Yeah. That uh, ain't look.
0: Yeah, it is. I I never tend to pat myself on the back. I be mean, I'm hard on myself, but, you know, looking back, I, I look back and I'm like, man, it is. Um that's that's crazy and I gotta be proud of I gotta be proud of that. And um I usually just you know, cause I I'm always working for a higher goal and sometimes I don't smell the flowers and I I gotta sometimes I gotta soak in that and, and realize what you know what I what I have done. I know I got a long way to go still, but um I appreciate that. I appreciate the words, bro.
1: No, but that, that's that's real talk, that's some destiny. It was written shit. That's the that's the meaning of that, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. But like, yo, keeping it unaffected, like, bro, you got two goats on your second project. You got J. Cole and Kendrick. That doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how many people have done that. Normally, I'm like, I'm a fiend with the, the information and the research. Off the top of my head, I don't know anyone else who's done that apart from Cole and Kendrick with their own projects or whatever. It's like, you know, it's... it's, But that that's, that's crazy. And it's like on the joint Hustler story, Kendrick versus... Well, you got a gold like how did that happen
0: um so at that time when i made that record there was uh because you know um i'm with interscope and TDE also is with interscope and interscope used to have this uh studio across the street from the building and uh that, that all the artists would work out of sometimes and uh that was about to say okay so yeah i walked out my car i was in the studio I was like, damn, I left my um, I needed something. And I, I thought I left it in the car, and I really didn't. It was actually in the studio. So I walked out and Kendrick just pulled up. And um I I've met him before, so he wasn't a stranger to who I was and nothing. So he was like, Yo, Kyle's what up? Like, what you working on in there? And I was like, Oh shit, like um, I'm in room B, whatever room it was. I'm like, I'm in room B working on the album, bro. I would love for you to uh to hear some shit. And he was like, All right, bet. Um, but I didn't think he was gonna pull up. But um, like 20 minutes later, uh, he just walks in and uh, I was like, hell yeah, cool. So he wanted to hear some shit and I knew he would love hustle story. So I was like, I'm gonna play hustle story for him. And then uh, I played it and then after it was done, he was like, man, like you got room? You got room for me to get on that? I was like, "Do I got room. I <laughs> look, this is your song now, do what you wanna do. So I'm like, you ain't gotta ask me. Right. So yeah, so he knocked the, he knocked out his the, the hook and everything in about 30 minutes. Probably less. Wow. Um yeah, so that was amazing. That shit. I was geeked up, man. It was, it was a it was a I, I'm a true fan of Kendrick. Like I was a true fan before I got, you know what I'm saying? I was listening to him in high school. So that was a that was a wild moment for me. For sure.
2: You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is?
1: It's like I said that that wasn't a feature, you know. It's more than a feature. That wasn't just like, "All right, let me do the sixteen and da 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 da." Mm-hmm. Yo, you got the gold, like you, you know. What I'm saying you you, you cracked the mm-hmm. code with that one. He, he he gave you some very very dope bars. The flows crazy. Like, mm-hmm. were you there when he did that?
0: Yeah, I was there for the, I was there for the whole thing. He sat down. He, he sat down. He just had the beat play. I think he sat down for like 20, 30 minutes, was writing his phone. And then he just went and recorded it. And I was like, fuck it. And that shit was tight. I ain't with nobody talking. I was like, let him write. Everybody shut up. Good talking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah so amazing. that it was, it was amazing to watch too. It was a learn. it was like a learning experience for me too, to see how he get down. Um because every artist got their own, their own way of recording and, and doing shit. Mm-hmm. So it was dope to see that. Yeah,
1: I love the new joint, fortunate joint.
0: Oh, thank you, bro. It's dope. Thank you. It's dope. So yeah, man. Long time coming.
1: So, you know, you say in that joint you're surprised you're alive. It's mm-hmm. kind of crazy, man. That's like, it's real talk, but it's kind of too real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like what is is that? Is that how you feel? Is that is that like things that you've seen and stuff?
0: Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um I mean, for one it's like metaphoric for like where I came from and I could have went in so many different directions. And two, I, I have been in, in near death uh situations. Um like when I say uh at eighteen dude was trying to stab me, got into a fight whatever dude was trying to stab me, swinging at my neck. So that's why I said, uh just one that knife at my neck, Lord knows I could be dead. Um, got away with that. Um Car bag, got in a bad car accident. I was 18 as well. Blacked out, drunk behind the wheel, and I hit this park. I'm not proud of it, by the way. I got I got two damn DUIs, but I learned my lesson. But um, (laughs) do not drink and drive, kids. Don't do it. (laughs) But um, but yeah, you know, I almost hit it. I could have ran if the car wasn't parked there. I would have ran straight into this like brick house. Um, Got out of that, and then my arm situation. I don't know if you see, I probably can't see it here. Got all these tattoos and shit with these big ass scars right. all around my thing. Yeah. Uh, it was bad, really bad. I went through this, uh I got into it with family and shit, and shit went too far. And, and the shit looked like bullet wounds. It looked like a tiger bit through my arm. I had to rush to the hospital. Um, all type of shit. So just like like situations like that, like just so many mm-hmm. moments of like, damn, like that could have been that was a close one, or whatever the case may be, may have been. Um and just me being it just reminds me to, to to realize that I'm fortunate just to be here and to and, and to breathe and to do what I want to do as far as like making music and shit. So and just for the little things, man, you know. I can see, I can walk, I'm healthy, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's where I came from.
1: How how was it for you like with the whole pandemic and lockdown and everything else like that? Like, is it are you good now? It's like did it affect you in any way or anything?
0: Uh, yeah, I think it affected everybody in a, in a sense. I think well for me, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of I loved it um in the beginning because
1: yeah
0: if, I like being in the house, man. I'm actually I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty introverted, bro. If I ain't got to go out, I, I'm cool with that. Um, so at first it was cool, then after a while you get the itch, and I'm like, man, I need to get I need to do something. Um. Just so there was that aspect of it, and then there was the aspect of obviously like all my shows got canceled, uh, release dates got pushed back, all the shit was happening. So you know the, the money issue, I lost a lot of bread last year. Nobody likes that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same man. Killed me as well. Yeah, it's, yeah. It yeah, killed me. I was like, man. But um, so yeah, that aspect and and um, but it also had some positive effects on me too, bro. Like just. I started learning how to do more shit. I started painting and shit and like just finding ways to be more um, productive uh, artistically. Mm -hmm. It was nothing else to do, but to, but to be in the studio. Um, So I literally was recording every day, Monday through Friday. Um, So I have tons and tons of of music ready to go. Um, So that was a great, that was a great thing. And then also like, um, even besides that, like, you know, I took time to like start reading books and shit and like, um, just looking up how to do, uh, things on YouTube. I started making like little food, TikToks and shit, learning how to use that. You know, I just started like just challenging myself to learn new things during the pandemic. Um, negatively, obviously like the bread the the money, you know, so all the shows canceled and, and, uh, no traveling and, you know, the shit put a stub on my, on um, my munskeys, but you know we back.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. As bro, as a DJ, it hurt me, man. It hurt me more, more than I realized. Uh, you know.
0: Oh um, yeah, yeah. You a yeah. DJ for sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely put a hold on shit. Yeah.
1: So you know, I I always say it like I'm I'm eternally grateful you know, I pre- I'm thankful for everything that I do, like in terms of DJing and the position that I'm in and everything else, I, I do what I love doing. Like, even yeah. doing this right now, I'm blessed to be able to even talk to you, do this as a podcast and everything, and get the detail and, and you know, and what you're doing and what you're working on and everything. But, and and you're, you're a person that, you know, you, you do things that are strategic that have paid off and, you know, be it, like, you know, like you were saying about working with Kendrick or be it putting out the dreams track on that, you know So what made you want to put out a fortunate joint right now at this moment in time? Because I haven't heard anybody else say that Like nobody, nobody in the rap game has done a joint like that right now So that's why I was right. like, I was like, wow, this is dope Like, it's right.
0: dope Right, I appreciate that Um, I actually, you know, man, I always say God's timing, man, because this joint was supposed to come out like a while ago, to be honest. Um, to be honest, the first, the first draft of it was done in 2019. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Um, obviously, I, I, I uh, added things to it and perfected it and um, Cole wanted to add things to the beat. So the whole beat, not the whole beat changed because the beat still got the essence from what it was originally, but you know, him and T-minus added their little spunk to it. Um, And things started just, things kept getting pushed back, just shit that was out of my power. And uh, it just so happened to land at this time. And um, it's perfect because I'll just, even the mood of it is like, Mm. it feels like fall. Mm. Um, And yeah, it just, fits, it just fits the mood to me. And uh, I think people need to hear shit like that, like as far as just, I've, like you said, I feel like it's a really different song. I, I try to compare it. I haven't heard a song like that before. Um, so to me, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to get it out and also show what I can do as an artist. Cause you know, nobody's heard that side of me yet. You feel me like the people around me obviously know because they're around me and they, they hear the music I got. Um, but yeah, man. I think I think it came out the perfect time. My my birthday month, October. So <laughs> it just all line, it all lined up, man. It all lined up perfectly, right before the show. Right before the show today. So perfect timing. Perfect timing.
1: I mean, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like, and 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 this isn't a criticism. It's just by default. It's almost like mm. the most hip hop track around because. You know, most hip hop is like it's braggy. It's I got this, I got that, and uh, that that MC isn't shit, or this or da 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 da. I don't hear people saying I'm fortunate. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's very very refreshing to hear. It's very relatable cause I'm sure a lot of mm. people you know be able to like get something from that. Um, and for people who may not have checked the track yet and are just listening right now, could you describe the cover? and and like break down the meaning
0: behind that yeah just um it's kind of like the black mother mary um just always you know i explain how like i've had all these experiences and all these like near-death experiences and just trauma from all type of other shit and i just always come out the other side like i feel like there's always been some watching me god watching over me whatever you want to call it um so you know, it's kind of like represents me. Even when I'm asleep, I know I got angels over me. I got somebody watching over me and making sure I'm straight. Um, so that was my perspective. And I also, with well, art, I love letting people have their own perspective on it too. It was funny. I saw a comment today and he was like, oh, this looks demonic. And I'm like, how does that <laughs> look? <laughs> I'm like demonic, Mother Mary? But okay. You know, if that's what you think. But no, nah, yeah, that's that's where I was coming from with it, so. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't think it's the money, but I do think it adds another layer to the meaning of the track. You know, yes. Yeah. Um, and it's it's almost like it's like the sobering reality, right? It's like you know, mm. it's it's you know, we're all lucky to be here.
0: You know? Right. I so, agree. I agree. At first, it, 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 at first, I was a little like, because I don't like playing with death. Right? I don't like playing with shit like that. Like I would never do a video of me like in a coffin. Cause I just feel like that's putting that energy out there, like you know what I mean. Like I just don't, I don't like playing around with that shit. At first, I was, I was debating about the cover because of that, because it kind of looked like, it almost looked like I was like, you know. So I, I, I <laughs> but from my interpretation, I was like, fuck it, I know what I mean by this, and um, so came to peace, with it. came in peace with it.
1: I th- I think I think it's dope. Like yeah. it's, it's classic artwork for me. I what I took from it was it's it's like you're being saved. You know, I saw it as a positive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me That's exactly what that's exactly what I where, I where my head was at. Um but you know, like I said, you know, artist artists to be interpreted in, interpreted by the consumer. But mm. but yeah, that's where I was coming from. For okay. sure.
1: So so you're working with J. Cole. What is what is what is the what is the one lesson that you taught from him or the one bit of advice or the one process that you've seen him doing where you've like, you took it on board and applied it to yourself?
0: Um, I think the main thing is just like, he just works like he ain't, like he ain't got shit. And, um, <clears throat> that's just inspiring to see, uh, because like, he, could, he he ain't got to work how hard he does. Like he really, he really works hard and loves the shit. Um, and takes a sweet time with it. And, and he has like a set, literal, a literal set schedule, um, for work. And, um, so yeah, I was just saying the work ethic, man, just stay hungry, stay hungry. He always preaches that stay hungry. Don't All let right. that, don't let that, thing that don't let that spark go away. If it's right. to go away. You might not get that back. So, um, so yeah, I think I, that's what I take away a lot from
1: him. Mm. What what's what's your what's your view on on like where the rap game is at right now? Because you've seen different eras, and it's like you said, when you did the Dreams track, you was coming with a different sound to what was going on at that moment in time. But but right now, it's like, what well, what's your perspective? Given that we you know we come out of lockdown, there's there's a lot of big albums that come out this year. But what's your take on where the music's at right now? Is there anything that you're feeling?
0: Or... Yeah, I, 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 obviously a lot of it um, does start. It, it sound A lot of it sound the same, um, you know, but I also do like a lot of the music that uh, I do. I really do. Um, so I think it's in a good place, you know, and, and music is always changing, evolving. Hip-hop is always changing and evolving. So, um, and, you know, I don't know. We got our pioneers, man. We got people that that uh, are changing. Like, even Baby King, like, um, uh, I was listening to his new album. And it might not be for everybody, but it's different. You know what I mean? It don't sound like exactly like everything else, the way he does his flows, his voice, all that. And like you said, like, when you're original and you do your own thing, everybody might not like it. But I respect originality overall. Um, so I think there's a lot of a lot of players in the game that's like, that's, that's doing that um, and then there's also of course the the stuff that sounds the same but I like where it's at to, to answer the question I, I like where it's at <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do yeah. me I'm gonna do me regardless I don't give a fuck what shit sound like I'm gonna do me and, <laughs> you know, you know I, I, I'm i big on originality
1: I, I like the Keem album I like what he did with it like lyrically and the way the beat switch and everything it's like he's, he's done something different like I like that you know so it's dope yeah, I like that song yeah. yeah, I fuck with it. So what, what's next for yourself? You got the Fortunate Joint out. It's, it's dope. The video's dope. Like, what What's what's have what, you got in store next?
0: I'm um, going to keep dropping. I'm going to let that marinate for a little bit. Then I'm going to hit him with some more music. Um, I'm actually going to drop a... Uh, I don't know, am I supposed to say this? I don't know if I'm going to say this. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got shit coming. I I, I got a lot more shit coming, man. So um, I'm not gonna do what I used to do. I used to like, cause in that in that era when I came in the game, uh, Cole and everybody would preach, "Oh yeah, uh, albums like make make great albums and bodies of work," which I agree with. But also, you gotta stay to stay relevant. You gotta like put out content Mm -hmm. because the attention the attention span is so short nowadays. Shit be here today, go tomorrow. Um, so, you know, I plan on just being a lot more consistent. And like I said, I got so much music that's ready to go. Um, so it's just about the right planning and the right way to present it. And, um, and yeah, so a lot more shit on the way, a lot more <laughs> shit. So I'm how, very how, excited. I'm,
1: <laughs> how you finding that, that, how you finding that TikTok platform? Cause that's, that's like, it's different.
0: It's different for sure. I, I you know, I'm, 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 I'm in between with it, man. Like, I like it. It's, you know, I use it here and there. I'm not, I still don't use it as much, that much, but, um, I don't want to force it either. I don't want to start mm. doing like TikTok challenges and shit. And like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? I just don't, it's not me, you feel me? I, I, but, you know, I'm going to play the game a little bit, but I'm just not going to try. I ain't going to like make that, like, I ain't trying I ain't going to make music for TikTok hits. You feel me? I ain't going to try to make no TikTok hit. If a, if a motherfucker catch on on TikTok, it just ha- it happened naturally, you feel me? I'm not going to ever try to, like, you know, go into that realm and then completely switch over to that realm. But I fuck with TikTok. It's funny as shit. It works. Yeah. yeah.
1: Unaffected, <laughs> yeah. you had two GOATs on, on, on one project. Like, you, you planning on doing the same thing for future projects? Is, like, you got anything in the vault? Like, is it... Or is that is that classified information? Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: we'll see. No, we'll see. It's um, uh, we'll see. Cause like, <clears throat> like I got a lot of songs that like I left versus open for. You know what I'm saying? I just left them open just in case. You know, we'll see what happens. Like I'm gonna just keep dropping this music. Drop this little EP. Um, I got a feature on there. I ain't gonna say. Um. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I got I got people in mind, and we'll see if we can make it happen. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, you know, figure it out. But yeah, you know, it's not it's not like a goal though. It's not a goal for me to like do that. That because like the way that happened on Effective was very natural as well. It wasn't like oh, I want Kendrick to on this album. It just happened naturally, and um, I want I wanted to, I want everything to happen the same way, just naturally, and not be forced and shit. Mm. So we'll see we'll see what happens.
1: All right. Well, look, listen, man, it's dope to connect. Um hopefully we'll see you in the UK soon. Like um yeah. you know, it's the that in life, I miss it, man.
0: <laughs> I miss it, man. I miss it. Been a while, but nah, it was definitely definitely dope talking to you, bro. Uh, hopefully I'm I'm in the UK uh uh sooner than later. Mm. All right. For sure. All right, well, look,
1: thank you and stay safe.
0: You too, my brother. Appreciate it.